Hey, hello everyone. I'm G-Man and that there's T-Money. Welcome to the post-Super Bowl, February 15th, Father, Son, and Holy Sport NFL show. After all the games, all the sweat, all the bets, all the fantasy T-Money, we have a champion and it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, congratulations to them. Just a crazy good game overall. Uh, it back and forth. Give credit to the Eagles. They played a great game. But, yep, Kansas City takes the win here. Big historical repercussions from this. Either could have been bad, could have been good. But, man, we'll get into that. But it was just a great game. It was fun to watch. One of the better Super Bowls I've seen in a while. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about it a lot today, recapping everything and talking about the future. And, hey, I just uh, saw Derek Carr was released this week. He, the Raiders avoid the $40 million in guaranteed payments, team money We were just talking about this last week and making our projections, and I think we're pretty much on the mark. Yep, we'll see where he ends up. He can actually sign before free agency opens because he was released and he's not a free agent. So he can sign before free agency. Big advantage to oh, him. Okay, good. Well, hey, I thought, I mean, I, I hear all the reports and everybody's talking New Orleans. He's been there twice. The The Jets, I thought, were a better option for him. I've heard their name. And, and the team I thought was the best option, Tampa Bay, they're not even talking to him. Yeah, pretty crazy. Going to be interesting to see where he lands up. It'll cause... A lot of waves and dominoes, for sure. Well, we got uh, February 28th. The Combine starts at Lucas Oil Stadium, so that'll be exciting. And then March 15th kicks off the new NFL year, Team Money. And, of course, we've got the draft April 27th. So we'll be working our way up here. Father, Son, and Holy Sport getting you ready for all of that in the offseason. Do us a favor, buddy. Press that like and subscribe. We appreciate your support, man. Let's go to the Ross Rundown. No big bets or fantasy for you today, but we got some other great stuff. And let's start off with that Super Bowl team money. Let's talk about Patty Mahomes, man. What's this all mean for him? Hey, before we get going, G-Man, I need you to center up in that video. You know, you're moving too much to the side. I, I got to see your beautiful face here, you know. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the side because my man is in the middle of the picture, and I want right, you to see him. I, you know, I don't want your face cut off at all. You know, I just, I need your beautiful face I know, I, too. I, I'm a mover. I'm a mover and a shaker. Okay, you know that. Okay, that's all I want to know. Uh, no, this is a huge deal for Patrick Mahomes here, okay? This is, it could have gone a very, very dark way. All of a sudden... He's been to the AFC Championship five years in a row, and he has one Super Bowl. He's one in three in Super Bowls. He only throws for 180 yards in this one, and he gets demolished by the Bucks. You know, it's just it could have been bad. Andy Reid too. Now one in four in Super Bowls, and is he good enough coach? Can Patrick Mahomes? You know, is great in the playoffs, but he actually gets worse in the Super Bowl numbers wise. So it's just it could have been bad, but this guy turned it on in the second half through one incompletion that was a throwaway. So basically was a perfect game in the second half. He had maybe his biggest play of his career on that, like 40-yard scramble to get him into field goal range on the last drive on a bum ankle. And, he, I mean, he did it, man. They just – Andy Reid schemed up a beautiful game. Uh, it, it's big for Mahomes. This, this, for me, puts him in the top three or four in NFL history already. Two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowls. I mean, it's Peyton, Montana, and Brady. And I I might take Mahomes over Brady, or not Brady, Mahomes over Peyton <laughs> at this point. So, yeah, yeah. 
Like he's a top four quarterback. He's a Mount Rushmore quarterback with five years of starting. It's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it. He's on the path to catching Brady, which is something we thought we would never say. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. He has shifted the whole conversation with this victory. And uh, I agree with everything he said. I don't know that he passes Peyton yet. And plus, Peyton's so much better in commercials. You know, Peyton's so simple. <laughs> true. Uh, but Mahomes, uh, he's won two league MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's won the passing title. Uh, got all the stats, man. Got all the stats in only six seasons. Uh, so... Just one of seven players to win the league and Super Bowl MVP in the same season. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, had a great year, man. But I don't know that he's past Peyton yet. But, yeah, I agree. Fourth place right now uh, is a good spot for him. And Brady, of course, is going to be tough to beat. But he could beat him. Anything's possible. Uh, and uh, we'll just see, let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, people are going to say Brady got three Super Bowls in his first five years. Mahomes is... Two in his first five as a starter, as a starter. But people don't realize Brady also only had three through 14 seasons. So, you know, he did get them early, but then he didn't, he went a long time till he got more Super Bowl wins, at least. He'd got to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Mahomes is on a great path. He, you know, and this is what's impressive about this is this was supposed to be a down year for them. They started a ton of rookies at running back and cornerback and at an offensive line. They're they're just a very young team. They shipped away Tyreek Hill. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had the biggest cap hit in the league. They had a bad wide receiving core. I mean, it was just all the signs are pointing to this be the year to get the Chiefs, a rebuilding year, and they still won the damn thing. And this team is dangerous moving forward. That's for sure. And Mahomes, great guy. He says he learned from Brady how to fight and that never give up and always push it. He learned that from Brady. Brady was never satisfied. He'd go over the sidelines, start going crazy because he wanted to win. Yeah. And that's what Mahomes picked up from Brady, that whole thing. And I love how Mahomes talked about God and showed his faith out there. He's not afraid to do that. I love that about him that he did that. Yeah, I mean, he's just a resilient guy, hurt his ankle, clearly in a lot of pain. People were questioning whether or not he would come out in the second half. And he just gutted it out and was exactly what they needed. You know, they, they they couldn't get anything deep on these guys, and he just slowly picked them apart in the second half. They scored on all four of their drives in the second half. An impressive game and an impressive win for Andy Reid, too. Great for him. Uh, he really did a magnificent job calling plays as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to move on to the controversial call. At the end of yeah. the game, the Eagles get flagged for holding on third down, which basically sealed the game and didn't give the Eagles any time left to come back and try to tie or win the game uh, in regulation there. So did the refs cost the Eagles a Super Bowl, G? Well, you know, from my experience here on Father, Son, and Holy Sport, I never blame things on the refs. We uh, we talk about refs every once in a while, but for the most part, we're not uh, picking on the refs. I do think that messed up that call. That was a ticky-tack call made late in the game. You didn't have to call that. I think it was, you know, a big call. And those Philly fans, man, they're never going to forget this. Yeah. That was terrible. He was win within you know, so close to the line of scrimmage. Little tug on the jersey. I just think there's a little bit of contact allowed up by the line of scrimmage. And Mahomes was throwing it away for the most part. It wasn't even close. And so 
I I don't think they needed to call it. I see how the Philly fans are upset about this. I bet Philly. I thought Philly was going to win this game. So, hey, you know, I, I still don't blame it on the refs. I think there's a lot of things they could have done, Philly, to win this game. And bottom line is that defense did not come through in the second half. The defense that they were known so well for, that defense was supposed to dominate. They didn't get one sack of Mahomes. We're talking about Mahomes. Part of it is Mahomes is good. But that Philly D did not come through. And guess what? The Philly defense coordinator just got promoted. He got a head coaching job. So there you go, man. The guy didn't do the job in the Super Bowl. He gets a promotion. Gary, I think you nailed it right there. All right. Well, I think you. you hit the I nail the on the head. the first time you've ever said that to me. I think you hit the nail on the head here. Like, yes, the ref, it was a hold. And if you're going 55 and a 50, even if it's five miles an hour oh, over I, in a big spot, <laughs> it's a hold. That's all I'm saying. It is a hold. He, he clearly grabbed the jersey. Yes, it's a ticky-tack. Don't give the guy ammo to pull that flag. You did it. You got to suck it up. And I give Bradbury a ton of credit for standing up there and saying it was a hold. So good on him. I'm impressed how the Eagles handled this. But I'm on your side, G. This defense was supposed to be 85 Bears, most sacks, you know, this year by any team running away. And they got destroyed. They got destroyed. This is on that defense, man. 30 and they really points. didn't do that well in the first half either. It's just that they controlled the ball. They had yeah. time of possession. It's time of possession. Their defense been out there more. They might have been bad in the first half too. The stats looked fine in the first half, but they didn't play that well in the first half either. 100%. You're so right. And so that's why I do this. And you guys, if you want to blame the refs here, there was clearly a Dallas Goddard catch down the sideline on a critical third down for the Eagles where he bobbled the ball. And they reviewed it and still called it a catch. Clearly not a catch. Right. There was another one where the running back for the Eagles caught the ball, took two steps, got popped, and the Chiefs picked it up and ran it for a touchdown. They called it a touchdown on the field. It looked like unreversible. Uh, and they still reversed it. So if you want to call the refs blowing this game for the Chiefs here, or blowing the games for the Eagles and on the Chiefs side, let's pump the brakes and give a little context. All right? Like All right. I said, you, you grab the jersey, even ticky-tack, you give them a reason. So don't blame That's, the refs. Your defense blew this game. Hey, hats off to those Philly fans, man. They That was like a home game for Philly. They had a lot of fans in that stadium down there in Arizona. I give them a lot of credit, man. I love those Philly fans. Yeah. I know they'll be back. I know they're frustrated by this, but, man, they, pull, they had a great season, and they had a great following. They had the home field advantage in yeah. that Super Bowl. And, hey, I know I messed up on the props, all you fans out there. I gave you some defensive props for Philly, and Philly didn't bring those defensive props, but I did give you the props on Hurts. Breaking the Super Bowl record in rushing yards. I told you guys that. The guy breaks the Super Bowl record 70 yards. Beat, cr totally crushed the rushing prop. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, impressive. Impressive. Hey, man. Hey, let's go to Travis Kelsey. I know he's your man. He's my man. You know, uh, you and I had a fantasy trade. I traded Kelsey for Saquon. <laughs> you got Kelsey. I got Saquon. We both won. In the end, but I love Kelsey, man. He's still he was, he was great in my locker room. I know you love him too, man. I guess uh I guess is he the goat now? Is he number one all time? What do you think? The tight end goat. Uh I'm I'm uh, it's just tough. Okay, I think he is. The second Super Bowl kind of solidifies that. And everyone's gonna say Rob Gronkowski, and I understand. 
And, you know, and he is a good blocker. He is a better blocker than Travis Kelsey. But let me put some context into what he's done as a receiver. All right. Travis Kelsey has seven 1,000 yard seasons. Right. Yep. No other tight end has four. Yeah. And he's done them all in a row. This guy is Mr. Durable. In every game he could have started, he has only missed two games. And one was because they sat because they had the one seat already. So he's this one game during in, because of injury. Rob Gronkowski has been known for pro- prolific injuries. And Travis Kelsey yeah. is not just in the postseason tight end rankings, in all pass-catching rankings, number two in every category to Jerry Rice only. He is yeah. receptions, yards, touchdowns. And in 18 games, this guy has 16 touchdowns. I know Gronkowski has four Super Bowls, and that's he had Tom Brady, he had the GOAT. Kelsey might get a few more, but every sign for me is pointing towards Travis Kelsey being the new tight end GOAT after capturing his second Super Bowl and having an impact like he did this postseason. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think this really elevated Kelsey. I mean, that guy's amazing. The guy's amazing. And Fun. the guy that holds the career record, the career, if you look at career stats of tight end, Tony Gonzalez is up there in the argument because of his career. He just racked up yeah. you know, a lot of yards. He had the longevity. He's second among tight ends in career touchdowns and games played, 270 games played. So Gonzalez says that career record, but Gronkowski has those four Super Bowls with Brady. The guy's exciting. He came up with big plays at the right time in big games. Uh, so it's a, until Kelsey came along, Gronk dominated. Yeah. Who's the best postseason guy? He was by far the best postseason guy. Now Kelsey's pulled even with him, I think, in terms of postseason. And he's going to be, if he keeps playing, uh, he's got to beat on career uh, stats now. Yeah. And I think that that's where Kelsey is the better postseason player than Gronk, other than Super Bowls. Better postseason everything. And he's going to end up with a better career than Tony Gonzalez. And I think that's where you're looking at this. That's kind of what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, you you mentioned it. So maybe he doesn't end up with his most many yards, but the guy's going to be all pro left and right. I mean, he's he's top five in receiving yards, not just for tight ends, for wide receivers too, year in and year out. This guy is unbelievable as a pass catcher. And now yeah. he's done it as the number one option because people were going to say this was Tyreek Hill's team in that last Super Bowl. He was the driving force for the pass catchers this year, and they won a Super Bowl with him as the number one option. Not many tight ends can say that. And so that's why this guy, to me, is the new tight end GOAT now that he can say he's a multi-time champion. I'm still saying Gronk's number one. I'm I'm saying Ooh, Gronk's number one. Okay. Uh, Kelsey got to Kelsey got to give me another Super Bowl. Okay. Gronk's got four Super Bowls. I want to see more out of Kelsey to put him up there. But I love Kelsey. And here's what really is kind of irritating when you look at Kelsey and what he gets paid versus the other tight ends oh. in the league. Look how much he means to that team. Okay. I'm gonna give you the five. Uh, what what the uh, tight ends made last year. And salary, and you tell me if this sounds fair to you. George Kittle's number one, 15 million. George Kittle's the highest paid right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey's number two at 14.3 million. Okay, Kittle is a great player on that team. Okay, I can see that, but Kelsey should be ahead of Kittle. Number three is Dallas Goddard 
He makes 14.25 million. Kelsey's only 14.3. Mark Andrews is fourth. He makes 14 million. And then Joku makes 13.7. How are those guys within a million dollars of Kelsey yeah. when he's so much more of a contributor? You're so right. And I, I this is where I give my Cincinnati brother so much credit here. This guy could easily have reset the market multiple times over for tight ends. And I do feel bad for future generations. I'm sorry, you know, Kyle Pitts and Michael Mayer, all these guys coming in. I'm sorry that he didn't do this for you because he could, he should, it's not can, can or should, he, he easily could be making 20 plus million a year. It's not even a question. He's the best pass catcher on a team. He's 1500 yards. This is not a, like, should we pay tight ends? This is, should we pay Travis Kelsey the most money in the NFL for any pass catcher? Like he's in that conversation. And yeah. so I give him credit for taking a $10 million annual pay cut so that this team can be a Super Bowl contender because he has restructured his contract many times over to get guys in here, to get Juju and to get Jarek McKinnon and get little extra pieces that are the reason that they get over the hump. And so another reason I just love this guy so much, he, he, you know, he's such a team guy and he's so fun and it just makes yeah. it so much easier to root for this guy. So big yeah. Travis Kelsey fan here, obviously because of my Cincinnati ties, but I think he is the goat now. I do. I think he needed multiple championships. I'm not a count the rings guy, but you know, if he's going to win two and bend to three, give me this guy now as the goat. But I, I respect you saying Gronk. I totally see the argument. One more Super Bowl, though. He's he's probably overtaken at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me move on to another Eagles topic. Now back to the Eagles here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we can't talk let go of them. <laughs> can't let go of them. I want to know what your thoughts are. Can the Eagles get back to the Super Bowl in the next year or two? What are your thoughts here on their future? Can they get back to the big dance? Absolutely. I can't believe you even asked me that question. One penalty away from winning the Super Bowl. Oh, we would have been go. talking totally different. We would have been talking totally different if they had won that game. So I think it's great odds right now. You look at the odds for the Super Bowl. There's two teams in the NFC. It's the Eagles and the 49ers that are in that conversation for the NFC champion, which puts them back in the Super Bowl. So it's the Eagles and 49ers. It's going to come down to those two guys again next season. The Eagles will be back to fight it out with the Niners. I agree with that. But Philly's a good buy there at plus 750, seven to one, a little over seven to one odds to win that Super Bowl. Hey, the Eagles, by the way, joined the 2016 Atlanta Falcons, the only team in Super Bowl history to lose when leading at halftime by double digits. And, of course, the Falcons never recovered. Will the Eagles recover? Yeah, so I I'm – this is a tough one for me. And, and I think the reason is when you look at this roster – Lane Johnson might retire. Tra Jason Kelsey might retire. Fletcher Cox is probably on another team next year. Hassan Reddick's on another team next year and a free agent. Their other linebackers are free agent. Brandon Graham's probably retiring. And they have to pay Jalen Hurts, and so that loses a lot of depth at a lot of positions as well. And now 
You're telling me they've lost their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator. I mean, this is maybe the most turnover we might see from a Super Bowl team ever. I mean, it's crazy how many big stars they're going to lose to free agency retirement or guys uh, and head coaches taking other jobs. So that concerns me big time. And then on top of that, they played a very easy schedule this year. Daniel Jones a few times. Davis Mills. They played Aaron Rodgers in the earlier the season when they were really bad, when, you know, they were bad. They played a lot of low-level people this year. Taylor Heineke, all these low-level quarterbacks. And that's why their defensive stats were so good. And so I'm concerned that defense won't be the same playing a number one schedule. But the NFC is so bad. It's so bad. It, like yeah. you said, it's them and the Niners. Like, I don't right. trust the Cowboys. I don't trust the Cowboys. And, that, and that's the only other team. So yeah. I don't, I like, I can't believe I'm saying that they're they're going to be in the NFC Championship. They're just going to be. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I think so too. And if I you're going to so be too. in that, if you're going to be in that, then yeah, you can make the Super Bowl. So every ounce of me is like, and every sign says they're not going to. But the NFC is horrible. It's really going to so, be inter interesting to see the 49ers, you know, that one quarterback away from having an unbelievable team. Yeah. One quarterback away. A healthy they quarterback. Add that, <laughs> they add that quarterback in there. I'm talking about a, a stud superstar quarterback. They could get one. Yeah. And if they get that answer, that's their answer to Philly. They could beat Philly. For sure. And look, I love the Niners. I was on the Niners. I think they would have won that game personally if Purdy was healthy. But yeah, I, I, that's the only question here. And that's why I'm saying, as long as you get to the NFC championship game, hey, you got a shot. So uh, yeah, I think they can get back in the next few years. Jalen Hurts has taken massive steps and I'm excited for him, but the NFC is just so bad. So I, it's going to be interesting to see how they fare out the next few years, but hey, they're in the better conference. AFC, I'd say absolutely not with that much turnover. Well, think about that. Well, let's go talk about the AFC then. Talk about Kansas City. Will they get a chance? Will they go back again? Will they win the Super Bowl again? Man, I just like Patrick Mahomes next year is the fifth highest cap hit. And Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson are all supposed to get new contracts. That means he could be like the ninth highest cap hit in the league, which is absurd. The amount of money they're going to have to spend is crazy. And they don't have a lot of holes. Like, yeah, they need a wide receiver. They need to draft a wide receiver. They might need a little help on the defense. But they played so many rookies and young guys that this team is now like a cheap but veteran team. And so I don't see anyone in the AFC. I think the, the Bills are in cap hell. They're going to go down. The Bengals have to decide if they're going to pay T. Higgins or trade him, and they got to pay Burrow, so they're not going to have the cap space. I like the Jags, but are we ready to trust them yet? Like, I, I think the AFC is a much harder conference, but like I said earlier in this uh, episode, this was the year. They're going to be dangerous, man. I, I mean, they're dangerous, and you know all they're going to say, like, back-to-back, -back, baby. Let's be, Let's back-to-back -back this. You know, that that's what every GOAT wants, back-to-back. -back. And so I think Kansas I think City, they are the favorite, and I think they should be. And if I was a betting man, I would have 
Kansas City futures because I don't know who can stop this team at the moment. And if they somehow get better on defense by a, a few good free agents and draft picks, that should be scary for the rest of the NFL. Kansas City six to one to to win the Super Bowl. Cincinnati eight to one. Buffalo nine to one out of the AFC. And the during the Mahomes era, yeah, they've won at least twelve games in the regular season every one of his seasons. Crazy. They've won the AFC West every season, and they've went to a, the AFC Championship game uh, during each of his seasons, during each of Mahomes' seasons. They've got two Super Bowl wins, one Super Bowl loss, two AFC Championship game losses. They've got they they own that AFC Championship. It's insane. They at least get to the championship. In the well, AFC. Think, think about this too, Gary. They not only have gotten to the AFC Championship game, but the only time they've lost in an AFC Championship game is in overtime. Like they're not like they've never lost in regulation of an AFC championship game. That's absurd. So like good luck beating this team, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Mahomes and Reed, what a combination. Oh, so good. I mean, why can't these other offenses pick up something from Reed? I mean, a guy is so creative. He's a how genius. he gets people open. He and is. and and, and yeah, his spinning huddle. He is anybody with a spinning Huddle. I mean, they scored off of that the first time oh they my did it. God. I'm just giving you an example of how creative this team is and how much Mahomes trusts Reed. Yeah, it's impressive, man. I would be scared as hell if I was the rest of the NFL. Think about this. I'll give you another funny stat. The most team or the team to play the most rookies this year, Chicago, the Texans, who both are the one and two picks. Seattle, who had a phenomenal draft and everyone thought was going to be rebuilding, and then the Chiefs. The fourth most rookie minutes played this year were the Kansas City Chiefs. This team is only getting better, and everyone's on the cheap right now. This was a – I can't believe – I keep saying it. You, you, This was the year to get them, and you let All them right. win anyways. Crazy. All right. Well, hey, we got uh, Randy's calling. Randy's uh, down. Cousin Randy's out there. Uh, on this, on the uh, I don't know where he's at actually. Let's go see where Cousin Randy is for this week's Chug and Chant. <laughs> hey, welcome into this week's Chug and Chant. It's Cousin Randy and it's post Super Bowl time. I got my green on because the Eagles got a big decision coming up, but so does Jalen. So let me get this chug in and let's chant. All right. Eagles fans, Eagles coaching staff, Eagles GM, Eagles ownership, got a big decision coming. What are you going to do about Jalen Hurts? You going to pay him? You going to let him ride out his contract, then franchise tag him? You going to try to just do rookies, be the first team to go that route? Or are you going to lowball him? Jalen Hurts, what are you going to do? You going to try to get every last penny? Or you going to hold out like Lamar Jackson? A lot of decisions to be made, but I know one thing. The Eagles better pay up. This man just showed up on the biggest stage, almost outperformed Patrick Mahomes, second in MVP voting. This guy was unbelievable this year. He deserves every cent, and he's just as good in the locker room and as a leader for a franchise as you can ask. But Jalen Hurts, let me warn you. All the big cap hits, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, all these big contracts, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, these guys aren't getting deep in the playoffs. And if you're smart, you'll realize that taking a pay cut 
can make your team better and surround your team. You're going to lose a lot of free agents this year, the Eagles. Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, Tra Jason Kelsey might retire. Hassan Reddick, you got a lot of boys that might be gone. Jalen Hurts make a smart decision, but only one thing stands. The Eagles better back up the Brinks truck for this man. G-Man, T-Money, what do you think? Eagles got to pay this man out the wazoo? Should Jalen Hurts take less money? Where's your head? What are your thoughts? And okay, Randy. Hey, man. Woo. Nice to see Cousin Randy. It's been yeah, a while yeah. seeing Cousin Randy. And I agree with him that Eagles need to pay Hurts $4.3 yeah. a year. He's going to make $4 million a year? Come on, man. Well, I mean, that's just his, his rookie contract. They're obviously going to pay him. Yeah. I think they're going to pay him. But what are your thoughts on what Randy said? Because, you know, if I'm Hurts, I'm taking every penny. But – what do you think he should do? Should he take somewhat of a pay cut or should he try to reset the market? Cause he can get 50 million annually easily. I mean, he yeah. could, I don't think 50 million is resetting the market. There's a lot of guys around 50 million. He should get in there in the Kyler Murray range, 46 million a year should be kind of the target 46 to 50 in that range is what he deserves. Yeah. Uh, do you like do you like the option, you know, like Patrick Mahomes did, taking a longer deal, spreading it out so you can help your team long term? What, what are your thoughts on like a I love that. I love if that. If I'm Hurts, I mean he's a then young I, guy. He's a young guy, Jalen Hurts. He's a humble guy too. I don't see him like pushing this. Not yeah. like uh, Lamar's Lamar's uh, being erratic, you know, yeah. in his negotiation. Yeah. He's being erratic and he's turning down deals that I think he should have taken. Uh, well, I don't think Hurts is going to do that. I don't think he should. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is 24. He's so young. I would sign this guy to like a seven-year deal. And it's mainly because his character that you trust him to do a seven-year deal. A lot of these guys do like five-year deals. Or the fourth year is not guaranteed, so he could cut after four. Like, I'd give this guy seven years, 48 mil annually, maybe 46 if you give him something longer and a little higher guaranteed money. But I'd take that if I was both sides because, you know, you, you lock him up through his age 31 season. He's just hitting his prime and you can have a little more flexibility with your money if you can get him on a more long-term uh, contract. So, yeah, I I would sign this guy tomorrow. And if I'm Jalen, just be smart, man. I, I think he is. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Smart enough to try to realize, let's get a longer-term deal done. I'll take a little less money. I could reset this market if I wanted to. I, I, you know, if I'm him, I'm trying to do something like that to help my team long term because I think he's hungry, man, and he want it, he's hungry, and we want to get back to that Super Bowl once you're there. Yeah, and and don't forget, a year and a half ago, people were questioning whether Hurst was the right guy. He should know, be were, in the NFL. <laughs> they were talking about going out on the draft and going to get someone. Yeah, and and Hurst was kind of. Wondering if he was going to be the guy himself. He, yeah. he, went, if he went from that to playing in the Super Bowl and playing well and almost winning. And so now I think he's going to be, hey, I, I really was almost out of this thing. I almost blew it. And now I'm there. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be thankful. Yeah. I, I think he's going to, you know, uh, pretty much, I think he'll agree to a deal quickly. And the Eagles have incentive to do it quickly because they don't want to wait for Burrow. Burrow, I think, yeah. will. Burrow's going to break the bank and, yep. and probably break that $50 million. Aaron Rodgers right now, $50 million a year. I think he's going to beat that. Burrow will. So the, it's an incentive for the Eagles to close this out before Burrow.
Yeah, you are totally right. I totally forgot about that. Burrow's going to get every damn penny out of these Bengals, these cheap shits over here that I'm looking at right now at the stadium. <laughs> that guy is going to make sure he gets paid. I know that because he's done taking hits and he wants them tied to him and, you know, putting in work. But I I agree. The Eagles should have some incentive to get this thing done. And I think Hurts is pretty much going to accept whatever you give him. I mean, obviously his agent's going to negotiate. You don't accept the first offer. But yeah, I think he's going to accept right away because he knows he doesn't want to be a problem. He can help the team. I think he's just got a great head on his shoulders. He's such a good leader. Uh, pay that man. I, I love him for the future of Philly. It is bright. He's 24, man. He, they have so much time to build out a good roster. And Howie Roseman seems like a great GM. So yeah. excited for the future for them because, like I said, they're in the freaking NFC and it is wide open. Hey, we hope you're loving the Father, Son, and Holy Sport NFL show. It's been fun bringing this to you. Hope you have fun today. If you're interested in sponsoring or being a guest on the show, reach out to us and look for our segments and our clips wherever you consume your content. We Hey, check out our website, man. We're always making new enhancements to it, and we got merchandise like this right here, man. Hey, on behalf of Team Money, I'm G-Man. Talk to you next week. All right, peace.